Welcome to the Answers May Vary podcast. I'm Kristen Miller, your host, and here with me today are Brandon Miller. Howdy, folks. Derek Schmucker. Hello. And Brad Nisley. Hey, everybody. And a bunch of other folks are also with us because this is a live show, which is really exciting and also really nerve-wracking and new. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it's fun to be here tonight, and uh, we're glad you could all make it. I'm just curious, is there anybody here who has never heard Answers May Vary? Ooh, one, one lone soul. Thanks for coming. You're <laughs> yeah, very brave. Yeah. <laughs> How many of you have listened to all of our episodes? How many of you have listened to, Hashtag say, dedication. like <laughs> half a dozen or more of our episodes? This is episode 10, by the way. I should have said that. So <laughs> yeah. like half a dozen or more is all our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks for coming and, and uh, yeah, supporting us. So... We're just going to dive in. Um, I think, Brandon, you had some like fun little trivia, or not trivia, but you got a gadget recently. You've been flying around the house the last several days and, and yes. outside, too. But yes. can you tell us about that a bit? Yeah, so I got a drone on, let's see, when was it, Wednesday? Yeah, it was Wednesday. So I've been having fun like experimenting with that and stuff. I haven't done a whole lot with it yet. I want to get it outside a lot more, but it's been like way too cold. So Derek can attest to it at this point. Yes, it's quite cold out. And snowy, if you haven't noticed. True that. But yeah, it's I got a DJI Mavic Mini, so um, it's kind of a indoor-outdoor combo. Um, so I fly it. I've flown it inside a little bit, but mostly outside as well. Gotcha. Is um, it has like some kind of like object avoidance technology, right? What is that like? Will it refuse to run into things, or is it just mostly the ground? Like if it gets too close to the ground, uh -huh. it'll land itself, right? Yeah, well, it doesn't land itself. If it gets too close to the ground, then it'll not land itself. Like, it'll just stop if you're trying to go down, unless you, like, intentionally hold down the lever. Okay, continue gotcha. To get, it just has sensors on the bottom, basically. Okay, so. but it's not like it has side-to-side -side sensors. It's not no, like you, okay. no, this one doesn't. Gotcha. That but makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Brad, have you, like, flown, like, RC stuff much? Not really. Barely. We I uh, got my son a drone a while back. Oh, um, nice. Oh. And so we had some fun with that, but it was a pretty cheap one, so, yeah. Uh-huh. Cool, yep. cool. Okay, well, I think we're going to go right into Open for Debate, which is our discussion segment of the podcast. And today's question is actually several questions. So the first one is, is self-care important or necessary? And why or why not is the second question. Third question is, how can we tell the difference between self-care and selfishness? So in true us fashion, we're just going to open it up for any first comments because let's let's just start with the first question uh, anything you have on that is self-care important or necessary go ahead Derek you're about to say oh. something well I think it is but sometimes I think maybe it's hard to define for me what self-care actually is and there's things that maybe I would do as self-care that really aren't Huh. Oh, so, so you're like, what things would you think of that fall into that category? Like, you're saying just things that you want to do, but you're not sure if it's actually self-care? Well, things that, and I think it plays into your later questions about what is selfishness versus self-care, but, like, just taking time to be by myself, but instead of reflecting, I just look at my phone or something. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. That makes yeah. sense. Mm -hmm. I think, to me, the first question's a little bit, of a no-brainer because I think we would all say self-care is important probably 
Like, no one just says you should go out there and not care about how you live or how you're taking care of yourself at all. But then it gets a lot more complicated, kind of like Derek was saying, when you actually try to figure out, like, what self-care is or how you should actually, like, make that work. Uh-huh. So, Brandon, you said it's a no-brainer. I'm curious. I mean, and I agree with you, actually, but why is self-care important? Like, mm. like what, what's behind the importance of it? Ooh, I have a I have a quote about that. Oh that snap! I, okay, I have a quote about go that for too. It. Go, yeah. yeah, you could go first. <laughs> I had to look mine up on well, my phone. Well, okay, I'm just so going to shoot go for the hip on mine. But <laughs> I, okay, so this wasn't actually about self care. Actually, okay, kind of is. So it was a little bit more about like taking time or having margin in life, which is similar, not the same, but it can kind of like go together a little bit. But I heard this quote that someone said that like, in this case, I'm going to say self care is like oxygen masks on a plane you put yours on first so that you can actually help other people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so and i think that that's really stuck with me i think that's really true that like self-care isn't it's not about and maybe we'll get into this later it's not about just you it's about being your best self for the people that you interact with Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah mine is similar to that um i like that illustration this is by john wanamaker is his name i'm not sure i I don't know a lot about him, but I didn't know at all who he was, so I just Googled him, and he would, at one point was the postmaster general. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was like He was a religious, a religious man and um, businessman, and I'm not sure what all he did, but um, he said, people who, who cannot find time for recreation are obliged sooner or later to find time for illness, <laughs> Ooh, which recreation, wow. Wow. I guess, is a little different than self-care, but I would say it's similar. How I would define self-care, I guess, is kind of things you do to rejuvenate yourself, to refill your mental, emotional, and spiritual tanks or whatever. So recreation, Uh I guess, is a little different than that, but it could play in there. Mm -hmm. Um, But that would be my answer to your question is because eventually you burn out if Mm -hmm. you do nothing to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that that brings me to a question I had is is how would would you define self-care? And I think you already said recreation can be, or I think maybe the most wholesome definition of recreation might be pretty similar to the definition of Mm self-care. But I was just curious if anybody else had any comment on that. I feel like I need someone to define self-care for me because like, (laughs) I think I kind of have this idea of what it is in my head, but then it feels like it can kind of trickle into a bunch of different areas. Like... Mm -hmm. Self-care, some, like, I think kind of what comes to mind when you think self-care is someone who's like going and having a solitude day just doing something like going on a walk or reading a book or doing something like super peaceful and chill. But I don't know if that's necessarily what it actually is. I think that's more of a stereotype. I don't know. I'm kind of making this up on the fly. But I think it's more self-care is more about how it affects you than it is about the actual activity, maybe, or inactivity. Feel free to workshop that. That makes sense I, to me. Yeah. One thing, I mean, we're talking about self-care. So it's talking about you or, mm-hmm. or me. And so it's, if, if for one person it is going off and having a day of solitude, but maybe it's not that for, for me. Maybe it's something mm-hmm. completely different. So I think mm-hmm. it is more ab- about what rejuvenates us rather than just some sort of formula. Yeah. And I think it's a little bit like, this is, sorry, this is going back to the recreation thing, but a little bit like play that you can be, playing or playful at a bunch of different things um so like you can play sports and be playful while you do that or you can um let's see what's another example you can 
like playfully dance around the kitchen or whatever you want to do. <laughs> I don't, oh I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of um, blanking on other examples, but I mean, there's different way. It's more a state of, kind of like you were saying, Brand, it's more a, a state of mind, I guess, than it is an actual, just a specific formula or action, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's good. I Which maybe just muddies the waters. I don't know. Yeah, because I think I I don't think of I think that help that definition helps me because I do things like, for instance, like cleaning out my truck is I don't know therapy for me. It just hmm. kind of hmm. I just kind of do my thing. And you want to come clean out my vehicle? <laughs> not yours. No, that's not. But like it just it just kind of helps me reflect and. And gives me <laughs> because of what you find under the seat. Or well, what? yeah, <laughs> contemplate that too. Contemplate and you know, just kind of contemplate my choices in life or whatever. But no, seriously, um, it's just a peaceful thing to do, especially if no one else is around. I just kind of do my thing, and and that's the way I am a lot of on a lot of projects that I do. That's kind of maybe that's maybe that's self care for me. I don't know if that's a, a fitting a fitting thing to do mm-hmm. for self-care but mm-hmm. i think i think for me okay first of all it's kind of interesting you mentioned that because for me like washing a car or cleaning it out or something like that it's kind of the same like therapeutic okay just kind of i don't know why it's just that's the way it is and mowing is also that for me because mm-hmm. it's kind yes. of the same mm-hmm. action over mm-hmm. and over um but while derek was talking i was thinking is self-care always something we want to do or not necessarily like oh boy because i was thinking about it, is something mm-hmm. like say brushing your teeth it doesn't it's not necessarily something i mean obviously wouldn't necessarily think of that as self-care normally but that kind of thing where it's like it is taking care of yourself but do we can do we put that under the umbrella of self-care because Mm. and maybe this is a little bit different but something that i found really like helpful and rejuvenating is just being trying to be good at creating some like rhythms in life like making sure i keep my room clean making sure i make my bed every morning things like that like it's weird just some of those things that your mom would have told you to do when you were a kid and you <laughs> thought it was a terrible idea but like it actually it actually does make a difference for Try me not to make eye contact with mom <laughs> that's right <laughs> like i don't know just from my experience it seems like it does make a difference but i don't know what are your takes on that okay so the question is is self-care something you always want to do? Like, just because you want to do it, it can be classified as self-care? No, or? kind of the other way around. Like, just because you don't want to do it, does that make it not be self-care? Oh, that way. Um, hmm. Sometimes okay. it could be, like, kind of a kind of a discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more raising the question than I feel like I have the answer on that. I think disciplines are a way to to do self-care, yes. So I don't know what falls under the umbrella of self-care exactly. Mm -hmm. I tend to, like Kristen, you you were asking specifically about rejuvenation, so I don't know if those discipline-type things would exactly rejuvenate us, but they're, I think, a part of Mm self-care, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think maybe maybe it can be both. Like, Yeah, kind of like you were saying, sometimes discipline is a way of taking care of ourselves, but also... I think if, if your self-care consists of only discipline, mm-hmm. then it's probably not going to rejuvenate you in some other uh-huh. areas. And so I think it maybe should be a balance. And I think also maybe it depends who you are, too, um, because I think some people have more propensity towards discipline or maybe over-discipline mm-hmm. of themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's just 
it's <laughs> <Not> more me. <laughs> <laughs> it's maybe more caring of themselves to just do something fun or relaxing or whatever like that isn't discipline. I mean, some people are opposite. They live more for, um, yeah, the discipline doesn't come as naturally to them, and it's actually more helpful for them to to have some more discipline. I don't, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I would say, but I don't really know. And maybe part of the self-care is, like, the satisfaction and the, like, increased quality of life you get from doing those things. So, like, maybe the actual action, you don't really want to do it, or it's not something that's really fun, but the, like, the end result is satisfying, or it's, yeah, it's something that rejuvenates mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to the, the third question, which is how do you tell the difference between self-care and selfishness? Is there a difference? I think we would all say there is because nobody's advocating for selfishness <laughs> and we're all saying self-care is a good idea, but how do you, how do you tell the difference? I don't know if I can quite answer that question right off, but something that one of my friends that I was talking with recently, who's actually here tonight, um, said was... He, he likes to think of it more as I mean, he, self-care is a better term than self-love. Like, and I think that speaks mm-hmm. to the selfishness part of it. Like if it's all about me or what mm-hmm. I can get out of something, or if it's, if it's just about me feeling good, then I think it's probably gone to a place where it is selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, so even just the way we talk about it, I think can be helpful, but that doesn't completely answer your question. Mm-hmm. So. No, I, I like that. Can we shout out to John? Yeah, sure. Ble- bleep his name bleep his later. Bleep okay. have live bleeps. <laughs> I'd like to think that you could kind of classify it as like, if you're doing it so that you're, if you're doing it for yourself so that you're a nicer person to be around or so that you can love your family better mm-hmm. or whatever, then that's more self-care. And if it's just for you, it's selfishness. But I'm not sure if I actually quite agree with that because I think sometimes we do actually need to like make decisions that, our best for ourselves and maybe not everyone else is gonna I don't know maybe not say agree with it but like other people might actually not quite understand why you're making that decision or why you need to like put up boundaries or mm-hmm. rejuvenate yourself or whatever mm-hmm. so I'm and, not quite sure where the line is and that that actually plays into something that I was thinking about um, and that is how Jesus lived because he sometimes, I don't, I don't have it figured out how he, and I honestly, I didn't study up for this really, but I don't have it figured out when he decided to like minister to people and when he took time away by himself. Because there are some times that he, like scripture tells us he went out to pray or whatever. And then other times he was like healing people all hours of the day and night, it seemed like. But there were, there were like at least one time or maybe several times that there were crowds of people trying to find him or trying to follow him and he just like tried to get away on purpose. And so I'm not sure I'm not sure that, that sheds light on how you yeah, how you know but I I think what I'm trying to say is sometimes it will look from the outside like selfishness even when it isn't. Yeah, I think that's good and and also Along with that, I think the example of Jesus, he also, there were times where he wanted to go be by himself and pray, but because of the crowds following him, he mm-hmm. went back out to them, basically. Right. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. say, doesn't say something about like he had compassion on them mm-hmm. or something yes. like when he saw the crowds. Yeah. yeah. 
Huh. So maybe a bit of a cost benef- benefit analysis of <laughs> what am I what am I like benefiting now for myself or other people versus what I might lose like later, like kind of having a far reaching perspective and not just like decisions now, but decisions, how they're going to affect the next week or the next month or year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think also um, t- like putting first things first and taking care of the people most important to you first, um, because there's usually plenty of opportunities to serve or to, do whatever far and wide that benefits others. But if it's at the cost of your own family or um, close friends or your own health, then that probably isn't very loving in the long run. And again, that's like, that's pretty, that's pretty uh, subjective too, because like, yeah, I think, I just think of it like a, a dad or a mom who needs to, take care of their family but it's you kind of need to do other things in life too besides just stay at home with family all the time so how do you yeah how do you uh judge what goes where yeah i i don't know if this this is answering the question or not but or if this if this even should go in here but sometimes i think i need to be by myself and get away from people but then I end up just looking, like I said before, I just mm-hmm. end up looking at my phone. And I don't really think that's a, like, I think if I was going to do a good job of doing self-care, I should be more focused in in what I want to accomplish, I guess, mm-hmm. in that versus just letting myself do whatever I want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever I just feel like doing, but actually think about a little bit what would actually rejuvenate me because like, mm-hmm. really um, just spending time on the internet does not really rejuvenate Amen. a person. So, so maybe you're, you're finding a bit of the line between like selfishness and self care in some ways. Cause like maybe we need to make sure our self care is actually something that is building us up and making us better people or allowing us to have the time to rest and be more joyful or nice to be around mm-hmm. or more loving or whatever versus just things we want to do. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think that's a pretty good way of pretty good way of saying it. Because I think in general, like our our world is maybe good at doing what they want to do, but not actually do, very good at choosing what's going to actually be rejuvenating. Mm-hmm. And I think because I think good self care, real self care, should actually make you a better person in the long run, or help yeah, you live for or sure. Make you a better person sounds like there's a lot, like a lot of pressure, like you're just doing this to really improve yourself. And that's not to say what I mean, but more it should like rejuvenate you enough and give you the like space and energy to do good things. Mm-hmm. It should bear some kind of good fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just be healthier in general. Um, yeah. Spiritually, emotionally, physically. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I, Derek, wait, well, both of you, Brandon and Derek, were talking about what you were saying. It, the word intentional came to mind. Like, you know, I can kind of hide behind my scrolling mindlessly through my phone because I need a break or whatever. Well, uh-huh. that's not, that's not intentional. That's just what happens to be in front of me. What am I <laughs> yes. doing? How is this actually affecting me? Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it can be good to find, like you mentioned intentionality, be intentional about finding activities that are like 
rejuvenating for us that are actually like good healthy ways like something i've Mm -hmm. tried to do and i'm still not very good at it but like reading is something i used to love doing Mm -hmm. when i was in school and then i just basically stopped doing it because i got busy and had other stuff going and so now like there's a totally different psychological outcome from reading for an hour versus watching youtube for an hour Mm -hmm. like that's for me anyway that's way different Mm -hmm. oh yeah for sure Mm -hmm. one thing I, I like what you guys are what you guys are saying. One thing I thought of that I want to throw in here too um, was I was listening to a podcast. This was probably I don't know was it a year or two ago, but I I went back to it in preparation for this, and they were talking about they weren't talking about self care specifically, but they were talking about self hate actually, and um, yeah, it's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the idea was that. The basis of self-love, or I guess self-care, we were kind of steering clear of the self-love terminology, uh, the, kind of the basis for it is God's love for us. Because mm-hmm. he loves us and he takes care of us, we want to experience his love and make room for him to love us, and we want to treat ourselves like he treats us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we want to partner with him in that, not work against him by just trashing ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a helpful way to view it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, I like that. So we've been, like, talking about activity or, like, things you can do to rejuvenate yourself. I want to hear, like, practical examples of what you guys do to rejuvenate. You mentioned, Derek, you mentioned, like, cleaning out your truck. And I think, Brandon, you said something about cleaning out your car. But, like, what are other, what are other ways that you rejuvenate or that you know of that other people rejuvenate that, like, just things for our listeners that would be ideas to get them thinking Okay, so shameless plug, I'm reading The Good and Beautiful God right now by James Bryan Smith, which is a fantastic mm-hmm. book that actually talks a lot. Kind of his foundation is what you were saying, like God's love being the starting point for mm-hmm. us like living healthy lives and for taking care of ourselves and taking care of other people. And so every week there's like a, a kind of like a spiritual practice or something like that. Not it's a little different than what you're saying as far as mm-hmm. rejuvenation, mm-hmm. but I think it goes along with that. So this week was sleep. So I was trying to get a lot more sleep this week. Now my goal is to average eight hours and last night I got like five and a half. So that, <laughs> that wasn't good. Bed early tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're going to have to cut the podcast but, short. Tonight. Yeah. I think there's just some of those, like, I think sleep is a big one. That's maybe not as much of a, like mentally or emotionally rejuvenating. I think it can be, mm-hmm. but um, it kind of is though, well, isn't okay. it? It is, but well. it's weird because, like, if I'm actually really exhausted or really, like, had a bad day or something like that, it's not necessarily the most healthy thing for me to just go, like, sleep all evening. For me. Okay. I don't know how it is for other people. Uh-huh. But I think, yeah, like, reading would be a big one. Like, journaling is something I try to do. Like, gratitude journal. So, those are kind of mine. Mm-hmm. Sorry. This is going back to the book you're reading. Did you know that James Brian Smith is in Wichita? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Wait, lives Sorry. there? Yeah. He's, oh. he's a professor at Friends University. Oh, and he's written huh. like several books and stuff, and we never. I actually kind of want to take one of his classes like, sometime. I think it'd be him. fun. But yeah. I've never heard of his books, but okay. thanks for that. Yeah, no, he <laughs> you should, Derek. I, they're, they're <laughs> <fantastic>. <laughs> I've read. Have you read just the first one, Brandon? Or you're just starting the first one? I'm rereading this first one because oh, okay. it was so good that I couldn't get all of it. So I'm gonna. Did re-read you read? It. Did you read the other two in the series? Maybe, no. Okay. I just read the first one, liked it, and I'm rereading. Oh, okay. So. Well, you should read the other ones too. They're. I, know, I haven't read I, the third one. I, I just, want to like actually the get one. the first one before I go into the second one. That's just interesting. Me. Okay, yeah. cool. No, I, I see where you're coming from. All right. We haven't what heard about, from Brad. Yeah, what about you, or Brad? Kristen? Well, I think, um, well, okay, so something that I had 
three different people tell me in the last month or so was that, um, partly because of some of the things I'm going through, um, was tell me that I need to do something outside of half two things, which we've been mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, something that's life-giving, but but not for the intent to produce. Like, mm-hmm. um, not that it can't produce something, but but just something that's that does, does give life. Um, for me, that's often some form of exercise. I prefer it to be sports, but um, mm-hmm. disc, disc golf being... Highly prefer it to be sports. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but even just being outside and exercising, I think mm-hmm. is those things are, are good things for me um, in my self-care. Um, but I think I think things that, that feed our creative side, mm-hmm. I think maybe, mm-hmm. I think uh. we should look at those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh, that's interesting, because I think Kristen talked about on our, like, podcast about Mennonite employment that there's not very many Mennonites like in the arts Mm -hmm. really and so that's I mean that just kind of came to mind when you're talking about that I think it is important to like feed our creative um, artsy side or other creative ways because we're known for our work ethic not our arts ethic so (laughs) correct go figure I would say did you have more Uh, cut you off well one more thing Um, and maybe it's just because of where I'm at but Interactions that aren't heavy or mm, whatever, mm, um, mm-hmm. and ironically, this podcast is one of those I think mm-hmm. life-giving things for me. So, mm-hmm. thanks for providing that for me. Yeah, oh. sure. It's it is that for me too. Um, I'll just I'll start there since you ended it. I <laughs> I okay. When we started this podcast, I wasn't sure how it was going to go, and I wasn't sure if it was going to start feeling like a drudgery at some point. And it does take work, but it it is just a lot of fun, and it's mm-hmm. it's something like I'm always kind of glad once we have another another episode in the books and can wait another month. Yeah, to for one. sure. <laughs> but fair. but I do enjoy it a lot when I do it, and that's what keeps me doing it because otherwise I think I would be like, ah, okay, it's time to hang this up. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as other things I do, I think kind of what along lines of what you said, Brad. Um, it's important for me to do things that I don't have to, mm-hmm. um, and especially like I can catch myself when I have some spare time or a day off or something to be like, okay, I can, I can do this and this and this, but I'm going to choose the most fun things, but there's still things off my to-do list. And mm. I don't think that's bad sometimes, but I think sometimes I need to just not have a to-do list and just be like, you can sit there and stare at the wall or you can read or you, like, you can just kind of, I can allow myself, I don't know if it's creativity or if it's play or what it is, but mm-hmm. just kind of allow myself to take it as it comes sure. and um, not really plan a lot. Um, that's, that's rejuvenating for me. Something I haven't been doing recently because it's so cold, <laughs> but I was doing it like when we had that kind of bout of really nice weather, like November, December. Oh, yeah. I was for not very consistently, but for a little bit um, trying to watch the sunset when I had mm. a chance um, and tried to leave my phone inside. Not always. Okay. Um, but yeah, I found, uh, so I was sitting out in our, um, across the road. Okay. So west of our house is mm-hmm. uh hedgerow. Mm-hmm. And so I was sitting out there and there are lots of, he- lots of hedge balls around. So I thought you Brad, because you hate hedge balls, <laughs> but, Amen. um, yeah, I don't know. I was, throwing them to the dog and watching the sunset. Did you know that actually there's a time, certain time of evening right after the sun goes down that you can see jet streams like really mm-hmm. easily? And so you can count how many mm-hmm. jets are out. And I think the highest I got was like maybe huh. 15, 15 or 16. Wow. Oh, wow. So 
Sorry. That's awesome. That cool. was a really side side note, but um, I think yeah, just and then obviously doing fun things is rejuvenating for me. Like I don't know, canoeing or biking or throwing axes or whatever. Yeah, I like that. Um, I could add a few more things to my list. Like like I had said before, things like cleaning up my truck. I like to do that when I don't have any pressure to get it done. Like it's not a Mm. Things, things that like a little bit of organizing mm. just yeah. makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Usually I kind of slack on the organizing kind of department. So my family knows <laughs> anyway, it's all good. Uh, but let's see, uh, something like mowing the lawn mm-hmm. or, uh, let's see, like riding four wheeler down the road or driving mm. something like mm-hmm. that. It's just kind of peaceful. Don't have an agenda, just kind of mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. That's just a side note, but like, I feel like it's really good to try to develop hobbies and stuff that are completely not digital. Not that like digital is a bad mm-hmm. thing, because like one of the things I like doing is paying my bills. It's so much fun for some reason. <laughs> it's so satisfying because then you know that everything's taken care of. You're a banker. <laughs> you have great. weird taste. It, it is weird, but like that's usually like on my phone, like paying my credit card bill or whatever. But I think it's good, like you mentioned, well, Brad mentioned exercise or being outside and Chris was talking about sunset and Derek's talking about four-wheeling. And I think it's really good to for sure get off our phones to rejuvenate. Mm-hmm. And for sure, uh, also, it's really good to be outside. Like, I think that's also, I mean, it's not always practical, but as much as possible, that's also a good option. So if you like paying bills so well, you can pay mine. Oh, no. <laughs> hey. <Not good. laughs> Okay, well, this has been a good conversation, but I think it's time to wrap it up. Um, anything anyone was just burning to say yet before we call it quits for this segment? I didn't really have anything more to add. Yeah, I think, I think it was good. Okay. I know, I need. Well, this has been Open for Debate. Thanks. Okay, welcome to Kind of Spicy segment. This is the part of the podcast where we share something that is kind of spicy, so interesting or crazy or fascinating to us in some way. So, Brad, I think you're going first. All right. So, I came across a story about a guy from Michigan who was um, tearing out his, I think it was a back porch, um, his steps, the concrete there, he was tearing it, tearing the stuff out, and... Um, he found something in there, and you guys can already guess what it is because of the notes in the doc, but I want to let the audience take a guess at maybe what he found, unless you heard the story already, so don't if you know what it is, but um, any guesses out there what this guy found under his steps and porch? Can I? What was that? Snakes. Snakes? Um, he didn't talk about that. They may have been there, but there was something else. Can I guess because I didn't see the doc? You didn't? Okay. Wait. You didn't? <laughs> no, I've been I didn't. You didn't hear me say something the other night either. Uh, no, this is, okay, it's under his steps. Yes. Hang on, you, did you say these were concrete steps? Yes. Oh. Okay, are they hollow? Or this is like underground? They're hollow, yeah, I mean, yeah. There was, okay. Formed or whatever. It's a rare <laughs> species of <laughs> possum. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea where it was. I think it, I, I want to say it's something alive. I'm just gonna guess it's something alive. It, it was not something alive. Okay. I'm gonna check the audience again see if anyone has any guesses. Go ahead, Zachary. What? 
Money? Uh, no, that was a good guess, though. Jason said gold coins, which gold is kind okay, of the same yeah, thing. Okay, yeah, same idea. No, it wasn't that. Um, it was actually bowling balls. Hmm. What? And so the guy started tearing out his, his steps. He wanted to replace them. And was like, whoa, there's three bowling balls here. So he kept going, and he found more and more and more. And he ended up finding 158 bowling balls Yo, under his wow. steps. Wait, how big a portion <laughs> is this guy? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't quite picture this, actually. This is so weird. Um, and so... The you neighbors might, are like, why are you digging into my house? <laughs> <laughs> so you might ask, why bowling balls? Which is a really good question. Um, why would there be bowling balls under a porch? Um, so the, the deal was there was a Brunswick factory nearby, and they produce bowling balls. And apparently they would throw away defective bowling balls if they didn't meet the specs and don't ask oh. me what those are but okay pause um, go ahead. should we know what a brunswick factory is is it a brand it's, it's a brand yeah okay mm -hmm. brand okay. Of bowling ball i suppose some other things too um so they would throw these away and they just end up in the dumpster behind and at some point that someone asked you know can we take these and so they would actually come get a lot of these kind of for this to fill in holes in the ground or whatever they'd use them up which is kind of neat oh. if you can use them up somehow i don't know if it's the greatest thing to use for filler or not but um so people would come and take them. What's interesting is that this man's grandpa actually worked in that factory, and he, he remembered that they would throw these away. Um, he passed away before, before um, this man found the, the balls, but um, his grandma remembers his grandpa talking about this whole situation with the bowling huh. balls, um, and people would come and take them. So it kind of came full circle there. And huh. so, yeah, they were basically using them for filler. I think there were sand around them like you would for to, to do concrete um but it was yeah it's quite the deal i would i i'm really curious how big his porch was too so i mean they would be very solid i guess i mean it's like putting yeah rock under your yeah. more or less big yeah. chunks of concrete or something <laughs> yeah. i don't know what they make out make them things out of did he say how deep it went no i don't have details on that sorry huh. wow that what did crazy. he do with them um i think he kept them for a while because it kind of kind of made him semi-famous um and I think this, the company actually reached out to him, and they he gave him and his wife, like, customized bowling balls and oh, stuff. Snap. Oh, snap. Um, but hmm. I think he, oh, boy, I shouldn't even say. I think he ended up getting rid of them eventually then, because a big a pile of 158 bowling balls in your yard probably isn't <laughs> ideal. <laughs> yeah. So, and I don't, so the moral of the story is, I, I don't know what the moral of the story is, actually. If you can come up with one, that's great. Moral of the story is, build your house on the solid rock. <laughs> Right. Well, <laughs> bowling balls are solid, so let's. That's, I, have no idea. I think the moral of the story is that putting under houses is the only good use for bowling balls. Apparently, <laughs> there you go. Oh my! Uh, that's all I've that's got. That's it. Okay. So, have you ever had um, a song that got stuck in your head? How just, many of the audience? Just one? <laughs> oh well, okay, or multiple songs. I don't care. How have you have ever had that happen? Okay, looks like about ninety-eight percent of you, which is the percentage that. My sources say. <laughs> I was like, that's 2% uh, too low. <laughs> yeah, know, right? yeah, pretty much. So they're called earworms. And do you know how to get rid of them? Find another one? Well, sure. Actually, that is one way. Oh, okay. But there are multiple ways you can get rid of earworms. So as I understand it, basically your brain, what can happen is your brain is trying to like if you're if you're stuck on one part of the song, it's trying to get to the end of the song, but then it's somehow it because you don't remember the whole song, it can't get to the end of the song. So it just goes back to the chorus, the beginning of the chorus again, oh or dear. whatever. So something that can help 
is if you actually listen to the whole song that you have stuck in your head, which seems a little counterintuitive, but if you actually listen to the whole song, and then some people wash it down with like another song to kind of move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or um, you can try not to listen to songs over and over is another thing they say, especially those with like catchy tunes or lyrics. And you can avoid listening to music before bed as um, sometimes these earworms can cause insomnia. But one, the thing that I found most fascinating as a method to get rid of earworms is chewing gum. They say that okay. you can actually... Um, so the theory is that... see if I can say this right. theory is that your jaw movement like, messes with your like, audio track in your head, essentially. And it also keeps you from like, mouthing the words to yourself. So it's oh. supposed to kind of like, <laughs> just kind of throw off the rhythm yeah. kind of deal. And it's actually, they, they said it is specifically jaw movement because they, had, they did a study where they had people like chew gum to see if they could get rid of earworms. And then they also had them try like tapping their fingers um, on a desk and that didn't help as much. Hmm. Uh, so it's, it's not just any movement, it's um, specifically, specifically your jaw movement, I guess. Um, or you can you can walk faster or slower than the beat of the song to kind of like throw off the rhythm. That's another thing you can <laughs> can do. Um, or just not try too hard to get rid of it and it'll go away. That's another thing they say. So oh. <laughs> pretty easy remedy. Yeah. There. <laughs> no. Anyway, so I was I just thought it was kind of interesting and huh. I wonder the chewing gum. I feel like that's a more involved like kind of rhythm or versus just like tapping your finger. I think that's just something you kind of keep doing more. Like it probably, it's probably affects your subconscious maybe more than some other. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, this is going to sound really weird, but it kind of echoes around your skull in a different way than <laughs> some things. Like yeah. it, it does it's create true. a bit of a background noise or something, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Jaw movement. I mean, it clearly makes noise in your eardrums. So yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all I have. Wow. Interesting. I never put too much thought into getting songs out of my head, usually, but sometimes, sometimes there are situations where that is necessary. If you have a country song stuck in your head. <laughs> I suppose, oh, come on now. <laughs> Good call, Brandon. Maybe it depends which country song we're talking about. Oh, right. but I, wanna, I want to uh, doubt the theory of listening to the song to the end a little bit. I mean... I think yeah. I've tried that. It doesn't seem to work all that well. So maybe some of those other methods would be a lot better. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that hmm. one seems, I mean, almost makes sense, but I'm not convinced it, how well it works. Derek, yeah. who are you to doubt the internet? <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Okay, is it my turn? Or? It is. Yeah, go okay. for it. All right. Well, also, real quick, for those not at the live show, Derek has a massive stack of papers in front of him. Yeah. Which is like the first time I've seen I'm Derek bring going, paper into the studio. I'm not even going <laughs> to read these. Like, they're just for reference or whatever. But basically, pretty cool development, I guess. John Deere, uh, they revealed a fully autonomous tractor. Mm. And I think it's pretty neat in some ways because... It's a lot. Of, it's a way to make your operators stretch further and and 
basically if there's a if you have a shortage of workers it's a good thing could be a good thing they're only available for tillage at this point so you can't do anything besides tillage so it's interesting but i that that got me thinking and i was kind of like what with everything going more automated more computerized more robotic and autonomous and everything you know what's your opinion of that what's your knee jerk reaction to that and then what's your honest once you've thought about it opinion i would just like to hear from my knee-jerk reaction is why do they only have it for tillage because you could basically just like upsize a roomba and use that as a combine for your <laughs> autonomous tractor there you go yeah Sounds easy. well okay in answer also to, go ahead don't they have gps like farming so couldn't you like know exactly where you planted and like just send the thing to do everything for you like why does it yeah why yeah is well it i think tillage? there's there's way more there's way more things to to come everything will be autonomous gotcha. well everything uh -huh. could be autonomous mm -hmm. not that it should be <laughs> i think you need to have humans keeping tabs on it but the reason it's tillage right now is because that's a fairly easy thing it doesn't take quite as much uh real-time monitoring oh, as okay. some things gotcha. it's just pretty simple task right. i mean yeah. and they have you know they have cameras on the front and on the back but it's, you know, you can't monitor everything. And so mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're going to have to come up with better ways of monitoring a lot of things. Gotcha. It's kind of why that's, but it, it's, you know, it's in development, but it'll be available this fall, apparently. Okay. I think so, my, this back to your question, I think my knee-jerk reaction is like, oh, cool. Like, okay, maybe, are you asking specifically about like automated vehicles or automated farming or just automation in general automation computer like robotics different things like that because like like brad with your work like with dairies and stuff mm -hmm. you're they're getting into robotic milkers and things mm -hmm. and like is is your is your opinion of automation and robotics and autonomous vehicles and things like that positive or negative and why hmm i I would my I think my knee jerk reaction is is it necessary? Uh -huh. um, and then as I learn more about it, then I maybe find out the whys or the ways it could be used. And so my knee jerk reaction is a bit on the negative side. Mm -hmm. um, but then it often will come around to saying, well, actually there are some very good uses for this. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think mine tends to be positive because it seems really cool. Like it. <laughs> At this point, there's not enough like autonomous stuff out there yet in my realm to be like to have it commonplace. So at this point, it still feels like new cool technology. Um, so that might change a little bit as it becomes more common. But I think every time I hear something like this, where there's like a new thing they figured out how to um, automate, like it seems like a cool advancement mm -hmm. in technology. Maybe it'll come back to bite us eventually. I did hear a story. <laughs> exactly. About this couple who was on the way to the hospital, and they had a Tesla, and so they let the Tesla take over driving so the husband could help deliver the baby because it was time. Wow. So that, I mean, there you go. Impressive. But, hmm. That seems like a, I guess sure a good thing. I feel about that. <laughs> he did have to keep did one hand on the steering wheel because Teslas won't let you drive. At least this Tesla wouldn't let you drive, like, completely autonomously. Mm -hmm. Wait, so he delivered a baby one-handed? <laughs> oh, my. I guess. I so they made it to the hospital safely? I didn't ask for specifics. <laughs> so. I think this is a story you don't ask for specifics. Oh, wow. It was, it was a lease vehicle, and they decided they wanted to buy it because it was so special. So, Wow, wow. I'm impressed. Interesting. I think my reaction is 
a little bit like, well, I was thinking it was the opposite of Brad's, maybe more like Brandon said, Mo- somewhat positive, like, oh, like, cool. It seems like that's a good idea to automate things and cut down on the amount of manpower needed and whatever, but with a little bit of suspicion, too. Like, sure, yep. You know, uh, we'll keep our eye on this kind of mm-hmm. thing and see if it actually works, see if it actually makes our lives better. But, exactly. yeah, I don't have yep. a problem with it. So maybe a, maybe maybe cautiously optimistic with a healthy dose of skepticism. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got for, for my kind of spicy, but I'm, okay, I'm kind of excited about... You didn't answer the questions, oh, Eric. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> How do what you feel about it? Yeah. Well, I just well, told you. you. Oh, that, okay. So, it, okay. Just make well, sure. That's what I think I should think. Oh, what you, what <laughs> you said. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you said last was what you think you're saying. Yeah, uh, yes. Oh, gotcha. I'm okay. cautiously gotcha. optimistic. Yeah, I think that's what I think. I, okay. okay. Yes. Good. I'm wondering if, if Landon is hopeful or nervous that we'll automate our producer at some point. <laughs> Ooh. We uh, yeah, we're gonna pr- start pursuing a contract with Siri or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So, <laughs> I I really want to see headlines from the like when an automated tractor goes bad. Like yeah. Like you every now and then you hear about an automated something, like a vehicle that somehow misjudged something and. I just really yeah. want to see a headline about like hooked a on the center that... pivot, drug it into the neighbor's yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Oh dear, <laughs> sounds rough. <laughs> like automated tractors found three counties over, like <laughs> like tilling up the courthouse lawn. Yo, something, something. A real news story from 2021 was how these random. So there's a certain brand of autonomous cars. I forget what brand it was. It wasn't Tesla, but they in a certain neighborhood they started like congregating by themselves <laughs> and their owners little, freaked out that is a little bit weird oh, that's so creepy i don't know that's just weird how does wait what how does that even don't ask i don't know but oh, okay. it was, it it's was what weird. we're all seems suspicious like it of. seems like definitely good uh good meat for the conspiracy theorists or something <laughs> yeah. okay so for my kind of spicy start off with a question how much do you think a yacht costs Okay, what size is a yacht okay. exactly? Because I, I can give you a square footage price if you want, like per approximate foot of the yacht. This is approximately how much it costs, but it depends, obviously, what size you get. So let's go with a hundred feet. Go with a hundred foot yacht. Um, hmm. Two million. Okay. I was going to say one point five, but that's actually okay. close to his. Maybe I should. I say maybe three million do we ask the audience for answers yeah sure yeah Yeah. audience anyone know how much a yacht costs shout it out how many of you have bought a yacht what was that seven seven billion oh my (laughs) millions okay Okay. that's close i got 12 million 12 million okay any other ideas chris you said like one million right two million yeah i said one point five you said one brad said one so that gets you about like 3.3 feet of yacht more or less. So like, okay. oh, so like no. the average yacht costs like a little bit north of thirty million, more or less. Oh, oh good. Are they made of gold or no? What? Okay, hold up. And it costs four point seven five million each year, just in like to maintain them and pay for the staffing and all the stuff. So like, if okay, you can you yacht, can you go over crazy. specs of a yacht though? Like, what is included with a yacht? Like, okay, so sta- this is an actual staffing. What is that? Well, this isn't actually a yacht kind of spicy. That's just the intro. Oh, so I don't. He keeps what? doing this. <laughs> Do we allow this? <laughs> I don't have I don't have a lot more on yachts. Okay, so they just said like for like maintenance and crew, 
and like food and stuff. Yeah, but how? I just want to know how many people it takes to run a yacht. Okay, like how many? Google it, please. And, and I'm just going to interject here. My knee-jerk reaction is: Is this necessary? Okay, <laughs> this this is even less necessary because someone found a yacht for six hundred and fifty thousand, which seems like Whoa. a really good deal, right? A steal. The only problem is, is that it's completely digital. It is in the metaverse. Oh, and someone come on. someone bought a yacht in the metaverse for six hundred and fifty thousand oh, dollars. Uh, for those of you that don't know what the metaverse is, it's like virtual reality or like a digital world essentially. So you don't own anything physical. It's an NFT, which we won't get into what that is, but you do actually own it. It's like digitally tied to you. You own it, but you can't use it except for in the game sandbox i think that's what the game was called yes there we go so i am just fascinated by digital assets and so that's kind of what my kind of spicy is about um just hey, yeah go before ahead. you go too far can i come okay, back with sure. my research <laughs> sure. okay go ahead. so most luxury yacht charters come with a crew between one and six members but larger vessels such as super yachts which sounds cool um, often have a crew of up to 15 to 20 people. So, okay. There you go. Back to you, Bob. Okay. So, how do you guys feel about like digital assets? So, recently Nike started putting in um, trademarks for digital shoes. So, they actually offer Nikes that you can buy that I think cost probably similar prices to real Nikes, but you can buy them like digitally. Like, you own the digital pair of Nikes. That you can use in like for your gaming avatars and everything, which I think is just kind of crazy. Like, who actually wants to spend that kind of money on something completely digital? But apparently, some people do. Um, so I think it's a super interesting conversation on like what gives stuff value, because technically, you still own. I mean, the way NFTs work, you personally own it. I don't know if anyone can hack it and steal it from you or not. I'm assuming if you can sell it, it probably means they can steal it somehow. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, how do you guys feel about that? Do you have any hot takes or question marks? I have, I have lots of question marks, yes. I'll tell you that. But yes. It seems like, I don't know. It doesn't seem right. It just seems weird that you would own something that you can't really use physically. I mean, something that you could have a physical copy of, but you don't. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's I don't know. But it only costs six hundred fifty thousand yeah, instead of I don't know thirty million. But you can't really travel the world though in a digital yacht. But my question I would have is when you buy it, is it actually six hundred fifty thousand of dollars from real life, or is it six hundred fifty thousand dollars of the game money? No, it was like I think they technically bought it in crypto because of course they did. Okay, sure. But I think it was it was six hundred fifty US six hundred fifty thousand USD. Like someone physically spent that much money on this digital yacht. Um, so I have I have just a a quick um, quote from a news email, like kind of a newsletter that I found was really interesting. Um, it's called the Digi Asset Boom. So you just splurged $100 on Nikes and concert tickets, and you'll never see any of those in real life. In 2022, digital asset shopping could become as mainstream as Etsy orders. Digital asset sales have boomed this, year's, this year, from NFT art to virtual apparel and real estate. NFT sales hit $23 billion in 2021, surging seven times from 2020 sales. Um, art auction alone, those sales hit a record $6.5 billion, largely thanks to NFTs. Um, E-apparel is booming, so Nike filed trademarks for virtual shoes and merch 
as people prepare for an immersive internet future, more treasures could live on the blockchain. And I just think that sounds really weird oh, and kind of cool, but really weird. I'm very skeptical. Wow. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm just interested to see how this plays out, but it just does not sound good. I'm just like, yeah, it just sounds like wasting money. It sounds like the companies selling the stuff have nothing to lose and a lot of money to gain. The people mm-hmm. buying it just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it, you're kind of buying a, I don't know, a mental high is what it feels like. But, but okay, see, that's true if your digital world is less real than your physical world. But if you spend mm. more time in your digital world wearing your digital Nikes than you do in the real world actually wearing your real Nikes, then you have a and, sad life. And well, that's, that, but that's, that's where I question. have a problem with it, though, because yeah. it, it is a fantasy world. And I'm not saying you can't spend time there, mm-hmm. but there is, an, I mean, apparently people are spending an unhealthy amount of time there, in my <laughs> and opinion. An unhealthy amount of money. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I agree with you guys, but it's, it's really interesting, like, Figuring out, like, we would say that's a ridiculous expenditure, which we would probably all not spend, like, that much on a yacht in real life anyway. But it's a really interesting conversation, and I'm kind of curious to see where it goes as stuff shifts, like, more into what they call it, immersive internet or the metaverse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think I, I have personally always thought it's kind of a dumb idea to spend, like, too much money on, well, for me personally, any money, but mm-hmm. it's up to you guys for, like, video games or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for some people, this is, like, becoming basically their life is the, like, virtual reality world. And so they're buying stuff there. Hmm. Anyway, so that's all I have. I'm just, like, where do they live their real lives? Do they just, like, stay at home and, or I guess I guess the digital world just kind of travels with you wherever you go. So maybe they can just kind of. I, I saw a stat and I they are. wish I could actually remember the details, which I can't. But it was the idea that since computers were made, like, the digital world has become more and more a part like it's taken up a greater percentage of your awake co- consciousness basically and at this point it's we're still like the average human is still more in the physical world or that's still more real than the digital world but it's like there's projections that are kind of freaky that at some point it'll like the 50% mark will pass where people where the average person spends more time in a digital world than in the physical world wow that's Wh- creepy which that is just bizarre. concerning yes in those. So I just like agree. to encourage all of our listeners to do your part yeah. to bring that average down. But, That's right. Hey, looking Turn on, off the looking podcast. Looking on the bright side. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Looking on the bright side, though, at least the company behind it is Facebook, so it's all reputable and we'll all be okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> Good old Facebook. Yeah. Oh, my. Is that all you had? Yeah, that's, okay. that's what I had. All right. Anything else before we wrap up the segment? I think I'm good. I think that's it. Okay. This has been kind of spicy. (laughs) What is this segment called again? (laughs) Hear me out. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll be on. Okay. Okay, welcome to a new segment of the podcast. This segment is called Hear Me Out. And I'm going to give you just a very brief history of how this segment came to be. Since we're recording this shortly after New Year's, we thought it'd be fun to give you some advice for 2022. 
So my original idea was to have a segment called That's My Advice, where we all share some kind of advice for you. Um, but we didn't quite like that well enough to go with it, so we modified a little bit to say uh, that we're just, we're just all going to give uh, our own opinions about various things, and, and it's called Hear Me Out, and it's basically, it might be advice, it might be just crazy things, we're not sure what's going to happen, so... Uh, to start off the segment, we have a little surprise for you, though. Um, could our volunteers please bring in our props? And we have, so for our live audience, we have a little chance for you to participate, which you've already participated a little bit this evening, so thank you very much for that. But you're going to get to participate silently by waving some flags at us. So if there's, we have, for, for the people who are not um, here tonight, we are handing out these little thumb posters or little uh, sticks with a little picture of a thumbs down on one side and a picture of a thumbs up on the other side. And if you like what's being said at the moment, just feel free to wave the thumbs up at us. If you don't like it so much, you give a thumbs down and, you know, we're going to be talking amongst ourselves up here, but we might be scanning the audience here and there and see what the, uh, see what the general vibe is without, without a lot of um, verbal feedback. So maybe this was a bad idea to hand these out because I already saw one I, heckler in the back. I know, I'm yeah, saying I saw a lot of red. What's up with the... Also, there's, I don't so want to see anyone side, holding theirs below their shoulder. you got to like get it up that's there. That's right, yeah. If you so want to have an opinion, get it up there, yeah. So the thumbs, thumbs down is, is orange-ish and the thumbs up is green just for our, those, of, those listeners who aren't here tonight. So... We'll be seeing, yeah. we might be talking in terms of red and green. And for those listeners who aren't here tonight, we still love you. That's right. <laughs> we wish and you were here. If All you send us an email, we might send you like a little thumbs up or thumbs down poster. Can we talk about the Maybe 12? not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. The 12% of our listeners are in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I still don't know how that quick, works. Quick stats here. Do, do you have stats that, like, available to pull up or is that like really mess, Landon, does that mess with your technology? Okay. <laughs> No, but I mean like on your computer where we can see the states. No? Okay. <laughs> we'll be back on this commercial break. Yeah. Oh, my. But we could, we could tell them that we, have, we now have listeners in Belgium. Oh, we do? Yeah. Did you oh, say that? I was not aware. I did not so know that either. I, have, I don't know much about technology, but I think some of these things are coming from um, VPNs or something that are based somewhere else. It That's has my guess. To be something. That could be. Uh, yeah. So according to... My uh, anchor app, ninety-eight percent of our listeners in the United States. Germany clocks in at one percent, and the rest of these are less than one percent. United Kingdom, Kenya, Canada, Costa Rica, and Belgium. So who knows? I think you might be right. Though. There's probably <laughs> yeah, good chance. Oh boy! Oh, wow! <laughs> Wait, cheers! We're getting some waves from the audience already. Wow, okay. already! Wow! Mostly positive. <laughs> okay, a few negative. Are we ready to roll into this segment, or what well, are we doing? We were waiting on. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Derek. Okay, we're waiting on Landon to give us okay, a Okay, yeah, let's hear it. Landon, do you want the mic? Yes, give him the mic. Oh, I can just read it? Well, how good do you think my eyes are? Okay, so <laughs> trying to read off of Landon's computer screen from about three feet away, we have Kansas. These percent of our listeners in the United States are from the following states. Kansas is 27%, Wisconsin 13%, Missouri 10%, Florida 9% and Texas 6%. That's the top five. That has to be false. I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know who in Wisconsin is <laughs> tuning in. If you're in Wisconsin and you're listening, please please, please let us know. Yes, yes. send us an email. Yeah. What is that? Answers may vary. 
podcast. Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And if yeah, you use please. a VPN based in Wisconsin, <laughs> we'd like to know that too. <laughs> also, I I feel like all, it's a little bit skewed because aren't these stats only from Spotify too? So yeah. hypothetically, and Spotify oh, now makes up okay, around make, half, but slightly less than half of our mm-hmm. listenership. That makes a lot more sense. Actually, so the yeah. Apple is not accounted for. That and everything well, else. Some of the Apple stats are accounted for, but not not that particular, not that particular right. stat. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, that that makes a lot more sense then. While we're talking about stats, is this a good time to tell them? I'll just tell them. All of you out there, please listen to this podcast for at least a minute or what? How long does it take to trigger a listen? I don't know. Later because later. we want our stats to stay up. So, yeah. you know, just because you heard us here, at least you listen can to some of it. Turn it on and leave it for the dogs <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> just like, like we used to do to keep the coons away from the corn at night. Yeah. You just turn, turn something That's on right. and let it play all night. See, here's the thing. I would actually encourage you to listen, even if you are here tonight, I would encourage you to listen to at least the first, or a, a 10 to 15 minute chunk of some part of the podcast, because I didn't think I would listen to our podcast, but I do. And I'm a little bit like nervous to admit that, but it's always different hearing it than it is like recording it. it it's just a different perspective. And so it, I think it'd be kind of cool if some of you would get to experience that, which maybe it won't be quite the same because you're not on a mic. Um, you're just... Yeah, you're just kind of listening both times. So, but I don't know if that would, if you'd have the same experience. But I was surprised by that. Mm-hmm. I was as yeah. well. In the I words of Derek, things. are we going to launch into this segment? <laughs> okay. No, I want one more bunny okay. trail. Okay, cool. Because go. my youngest daughter just got on the podcast. I actually heard her over the Ooh. headphones. She was oh. crying. So. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> my two-month-old daughter. Congratulations. Wow. Podcasting at a young age. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Oh, we got a lot of thumbs <laughs> up for that. <laughs> okay. okay. Derek. Okay. Send it. Okay. Just going to launch right in to the segment called Hear Me Out. And I have this little taboo buzzer. So if anybody doesn't say, so hear me out at the beginning of their, <laughs> at the beginning of their spiel, then we do this. <laughs> anyway. Can we have okay. a definition for, of spiel, please? It's for the a thing you do. Um, Dutch natives. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing you're, the thing for what you're going to do. That's what okay. I call it. Just look at it. Dude, people it's, know German. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> our yeah, listeners our are from Germany. That's right. Okay. All right. So, hear me out. Snowboarding is superior to skiing in every way possible. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Skis, you got, you got two of them, and they come off really easy. And so, and also you have ski poles to keep track of. And... <laughs> So, like, your legs can go every which way, independent of each other. <laughs> and honestly, I've never skied, so I don't know this for a fact. But I'm pretty sure because it, I watched I mean, them. Like, anecdotally, it seems like it would. I watched them. Like, little kids trying to learn how to ski. They're going down the mountain like a snowplow, V-plow, just <laughs> down the mountain. And, and, I mean, come on. A snowboard is so great because you got both feet strapped to it. You cannot separate from it. If you separate from it, you got way yeah. bigger problems. Yes. <laughs> and um, also, there's no there's no danger of like straddling a tree or something on the way down. <laughs> this right? is true. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, you, but, you have way see, bigger problems. Than way bigger problems. <laughs> if you're if you're using a snowboard, it's gonna be a lot harder to straddle a tree than if you're using skis. That's yeah. exactly what I was trying oh, to yeah. say. Uh, well, exactly. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying it's like, you can still hit trees and it can still be painful, but oh, I haven't yeah, done it yet. Yeah. But anyway, and 
Furthermore, snowboarding just looks way more awesome than skiing. Mm -hmm. And all the skiers out there, please don't take offense, but (laughs) it's just the way it is. And I think that's all I got. Have you ever seen ski jumpers? I think it's because... Ski jumpers look fantastic. Mm. It looks so cool. But snowboarders look more like surfers, and there's a little more of a a cool vibe with surfers than there is with... Whatever you but with skiing, with skiing, there's the element of danger because both legs could go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, okay, I, I agree with you for the most part, Derek. Actually, I've never snowboarded or skied, but just from look, I think they do snowboards do look cooler. But skis, I think, are a little more classic. Like they're a little more old fashioned. Um, okay, I, I can I can see that. I respect some appeal your there. I respect your I respect your position there, and I, I understand <laughs> that. We have a poor audience member who's dying in the back row. <laughs> apparently, she like got skiing. A, okay. So Do you my, want to pick my own? Yeah. My only res- I agree with you 100%, Derek. Okay. And my only response to those people that like skiing is, have you ever heard of a yard sale on the slopes? <laughs> exactly. That's just right uh, okay. <laughs> what? It's when a skier loses one or both skis and one or both poles and maybe some items of clothing. Oh. It's very derogatory. It doesn't happen Touch much to scene. snowboarders. Okay, how many people in the audience have actually skied or on the podcast? I need to know. See, the only... <laughs> We've the got like oh, two, one. <laughs> Dad, my, no, Dad did thumbs down. The only person who skied loved it, okay? Just saying, like... Hmm. Might okay, mean something. Are we... Sorry. Are we yeah. going in order or are we just going to... What? Oh, she's okay. done both, and she likes skiing. She is overachiever. She's done both. <laughs> wow. I guess I should try skiing, maybe give it a chance. It's okay. okay. Are, we, okay. are we going in order, I'm, or are we I'm just going to pop in? Okay. Oh, you're going no, next? Okay. Oh, I think we're going. I think we're going. Whatever that sound is. It's like okay. clockwise uh, over? Okay. Okay, so my... Hear me out. <laughs> let's start. Let's that start was close. <laughs> like I almost forgot. Derek did have his Yeah, so hear me out. So birthdays are really fun, right? But you should make the most of your birthdays, and you should let me give you some advice on your birthday freebies you should be cashing in on. And if you're not making the most of all your birthday freebies, you're doing it wrong, okay? So, <laughs> that's, okay, no haters at this time. So, I compiled I a list. I a little bit. I compiled a list last year of all the places I could get free stuff for my birthday. Not all of them. It's not extensive, but it's, it's a good start. And so, this year, I went and scrounged up the list, and I used quite a few of them again. So, wow. these, these are some of the stuff you can get. And you probably have to have the app for this place to get this, so you should go get the app first. Uh, but Freddy's, you can get 500 free rewards points, so you can get um, free fries or, like, a free concrete or something like that. Um, Chick-fil-A, you can get a free dessert. Scooters, you can get a free drink. Buffalo Wild Wings gives you free six-piece wings. Taco Bell gives you a free Baja Blast slushy. Starbucks gives you a free drink. Um, Spangles gives you a free cone. And Kohl's gives you free Kohl's cash. Okay, that was a pretty, that was a pretty good crowd pleaser. Case. We got a lot of green going on oh, out good. there. Yeah. Yes. So, so if you need that list, hit me up. Okay, that also sounded like a lot of food. But yeah, well, no doubt. Okay, hold on. So, is there anywhere you can get a free bowling ball? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just checking. Under and your porch. Yeah. Literally, literally every garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, so the the other day you say it's a lot of food, but there's a little bit at each place. So the other day, no shame, I went to Freddy's and got my free fries. I made a little <laughs> loop over to Buffalo Wild Wings, and if you mobile order at the place you're at for the next place, it's ready when you get there. So I wow. got my Freddy's, went and got my <laughs> carryout wings, went and got my free Baja Blast. So I had my drink, my fries, and my wings, and it was a delicious free lunch. Was it self care? Did it, it, it rejuvenate you? <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was very rejuvenating. Uh, it was fantastic. Dude, this guy knows how to work the system. Yeah. Just, I, 
That would stress me the, out. The lady, at, the lady at B-Dubs was like, you know that this is like buy one, get one free wings day, but we can't do that for the birthday tree. I was like, I know. Just give me the free ones. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my. Like, and I'm, I'm holding up the red thumbs down right now because it's way too much work to do that. Like, just exactly. let me go That's where I'm sit at one from. place and, yep. and It's eat. work, but it's fun. Like, it should be fun. <laughs> Well, hmm. I, I I'll respect your um, ability to make it fun. <laughs> I guess you could I guess you could look at it that it's everybody's giving you a gift. You just have to go pick it up. That's right. I guess yes. you, I yeah, can I can see that. Okay, Brad. I don't blame you if you don't want to use all of them, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but I think you should at least like maybe you just decide. Well, I'm only going to use like the scooter's drink or something mm-hmm. like that. But that's still worth knowing about. If you don't sure. know about it, yeah. you're not going to get the free drink. Well, so. to me, if you're I in the area that. anyway, why not? Yeah. 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 True. That's, that's if it, it that's fits good. in well, then I would yeah. totally. Okay, Brad. Okay. Um, so my advice for this year is... Oh, got him. Did you say hear me out? Hear me out. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> hear me out. Okay, guys, hear me out on this. Good call, Which Derek. one do I want to start with here? The serious one or the... We've been going on the... Which, which, which way shall I go, guys? I think, I, I think you just do whatever you go, want. Go serious first. Okay, just follow I'll, I'll your heart. switch it up here. So... It, it's uh, we were talking about doing advice, so this is kind of more along the along the lines of the advice thing, and I I don't know if there'll be anybody that disagrees or not. But we've got a hater in the back um, who doesn't want <laughs> advice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think that everybody should fast from their I'm going to say phone or technology or whatever you want to call it um, for one hour a day. And one day a week, and one week a year. Now, that one sounds <gasps> scary to me. Ooh. Ooh. So I'm not quite sure if I can follow through on that. But I think the idea is really good. Okay, question. Have so, you done this? No, I haven't. Oh. Sorry, I wish I would have. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm with you, but I need to know a little bit what the parameters yeah, are. I figured. Yeah, because... Because that's the tricky part. I use mm-hmm. my phone at work. Does that Well, count? and I would say, like... Like the one day or, or the one week would be a communication, like legitimate communication, I think that's perfectly fine. Like... I mean, if you don't have a landline, then you're probably going to want to keep your phone available. Like, um, could you fast for everything except for, say, like, messages and phone or something like that? Yeah. I mean, I personally, I think the person should make their own parameters mm-hmm. as long as it's, it's actually good ones and healthy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, mm-hmm. so that you can, yeah, so, so that... The, I think the point of it is to, to get a break from these things. We've just talked about people living in a digital world for most of their lives. Mm-hmm. And we're probably closer to that than we care to admit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, and so now that I still am not quite sure how to feel about the, the week. But I think being that intentional could actually do some really good things for us. So, Yeah, the week thing Thumbs really scares me. me. Not going <laughs> to lie. It's whew. Okay, but that, that sounds really awful. But maybe what you need is the right setting because true. I went to Haiti like less than a year ago. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. wasn't actually like a phone fast, but it was like a service fast. So I could I guess I still listen to music some and like you could take pictures and whatever. But you couldn't actually do like all the normal like you can like use social media or have any service or get texts or anything like that. So that was way that didn't even really bother me mm-hmm. because that was just like you were doing other things and everyone had the same parameters. Mm-hmm. I think what would be hard is doing that in your normal life. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not sure yeah. how that works. I think that's where I'm coming from. It would be hard to do it in normal life. But I think it would be good, too, because you'd probably notice things about your life that you wouldn't otherwise. Mm-hmm. Or you might almost be have more, more time. Yeah, yeah. It, might, mm-hmm. it might actually be more, I don't know, life-changing or something. 
So if any of us does this in the next year, especially that week thing, report on the podcast, please. And maybe maybe there's people out there that have done it. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe someone's doing yeah. it right now. We'll never know We've because they didn't listen to the podcast. Someone in the back row that, that has excellent <laughs> <laughs> or is maybe. I don't know. Okay. Are we, is it my turn now? I, go for it. Okay. So my I'm going to go with the serious one first, which is – which was my serious one? Let's see. <laughs> Let's check the notes, folks. <clears throat> we'll be back. Oh, yes. So I think – Everybody should try new things. We got lots of thumbs down for that. My bad. Oh, man. Just blew the stop sign right there. Okay. Let me back up. Sorry. I'm nipping in the bud. I was not. Hear me out, everyone. Hear me out. Does that work for you, Bart? Okay. I'm sorry. They had to They had to cue me to do that. We got a crowd cop here. So. I think everybody should try new things. I think if you haven't, okay, I'm especially talking about food, because some people do not, if they think something looks sketchy or it sounds like it won't be good, they don't try These it. These thumbs I up are just getting higher. I'm I surprised just, people aren't standing yet. I just <laughs> think that the is like the worst idea possible, because if you don't know what something's like, you just won't know until you try it, and you might like it. And if you don't like it, you wasted like, Two bites and three minutes of your life, or whatever it is, and maybe some money. Maybe, but you can try your friend's food. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I like this. If you happen to bite a mushroom, you might have wasted your sanity. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that was definitely a thumbs down. Mushrooms are delicious. <laughs> I give you a thumbs up on that. But that's that's definitely that's my advice. There is to keep an open mind and try new things. Don't just like judge everything by how it looks or sounds. I. I, thumbs up, and I would especially want my children to hear this since they're in the audience tonight. <laughs> Please try new foods. All right. Or even ones you think you don't like. Yeah. Even if you gag on them, just try it anyway. <laughs> Keep it up. You'll be fine. This is going to go down as the episode where Brad started parenting on the podcast and Derek backed him up on it. <laughs> oh, my. I like that. Okay. I think it's you, Derek. Right? Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Let me see. Yes. Okay. I got to be ready to buzz myself <laughs> just in case. Derek picks oh. up the buzzer and holds it close to the mic. Well, I wasn't ready the last time, and it's kind of embarrassing. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so my, 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 my advice, hear me out. Oh, that was, that close. was close. close. Hear me out. I like, um, I like everybody to... I like what you said about keeping an open mind, Kristen, because that kind of ties in to what I was going to say, and that is to think critically, okay? Mm. First mm. of all, learn about, learn about the thing that you're curious about or that you don't know about, and then don't just take everything you're told as gospel, mm. mm-hmm. unless it's coming from a well-known, reliable source, but just... Think about things and have a healthy skepticism in mm-hmm. life. Yep, that's a thumbs up. It's a big thumbs yep. up right there. We got lots of green out there. We got a couple a few of reds. reds. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of kids in the front that are being nerds and they're just like <laughs> giving the thumbs up. So down. I'm going to try to do better at that myself as we go yeah. along. That's good. I okay. like it. This is a quick pause. This isn't my advice, but 
I have like three things left I'd love to cover. So how about we do like one, like this round, and then a quick. Can we do like a speed round where you can? So, only oh say sure, like one yeah. Sentence? Well, we'll okay. do we'll do like kind of. A, I have a question. We'll yeah. do a bonus Brandon round. always managed to bring like four things to a segment with one or two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he still researches on the air. Like he still like picks <laughs> exactly. up his phone and is googling. Okay, so I'm gonna also go with you guys. Kind of went serious, but I went with my goofy first. So I guess I gotta go with my serious one next. But I think it's really a good idea to set like a healthy rhythm in life um hey we need a buzzer bro we, oh, oh, oh we got some <laughs> we got some crowd mom i don't need you in the audience right <laughs> mom was hardcore <laughs> was hardcore policing okay, this hear show. me out hear me out <laughs> landon's canceled okay hear me out so i think it's important to set like kind of healthy markers for rhythm in life um and I'm not quite sure exactly what that should actually look like because I'm still working on it myself. But I think there are routines that are really important, and they're probably different for each person here. But I think you need to figure out what those are. Um, if you need a starting oh, the point, green, the green just keeps coming. Okay. For for me personally, I kind of try to do this. For me, it's more bedtime routine. It's one of the areas I try to do it the most. Doesn't always happen, but my ideal bedtime is like around 9:30. I start kind of winding down. So I usually do some mm -hmm. reading of some kind. And then I brush my teeth and... We got a thumbs down on the 9.30 reading. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay, so usually like around 10 o'clock... 11 o'clock? I'm not going to listen to the haters out here. Okay, so usually around 10 o'clock, I go upstairs to my room if I'm doing this, if I'm doing what I want to do. And then I do some more like inspirational reading slash journaling and then go to sleep. And it's just a really nice kind of wind down to the day. And having that in place and trying to do it somewhat consistently, um, it's kind of something I start looking forward to because mm -hmm. it's just kind of stabilizing for me. So that's I like me. that. That's, that's, good. that's good. That's a thumbs up. Yeah. Can we put in a quick plug for journaling? How many of the audience members journal? Let's do it. Let's do a thumbs up if you journal. Thumbs down if you don't. It's uh, a predominantly yeah. female population. <laughs> uh, there's some. There's some male journalists. <laughs> um, it's what about split half and half maybe or. Slight majority on journaling. <clears throat> anyway, I also, just think it's a good activity. Yeah, and you it's don't have to journal brain, a lot. You don't have to journal a lot. You can just do like half a page or a paragraph or something. You can do just a sentence. Little. That's what that I works. do. That Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, just write down like... Is that journaling? Isn't that a tweet? <laughs> Brandon. You don't okay. write a tweet in your journal, bro. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, it's, it's better than a sharp stick in the eye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, thanks, Derek. So... No, I'm, it's usually my journaling is just like a thought that comes to me that I want to keep a hold of or like maybe a verse. So it might be more than a sentence, but sometimes it isn't. Like, I don't know. Doesn't God ever just say one sentence to you? Well, probably, but then you got to like <laughs> digest it. Okay. So, I don't know. See, I just don't always digest it in my journal. Okay. Well, that, I'm taking way too long. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Am I allowed to keep parenting on the... On the podcast? Sure, feel free. Mm -hmm. oh. Just this once. I keep it short. Okay, so I hope my children are listening. Now, maybe the time should be moved up a little bit, but we've been talking about wind-down time at home. So, you know, Brand what Brandon was saying is excellent. Mm -hmm. Anyway, my next uh, piece, uh, hear me out. Is that oh. good? Oh, <laughs> good, good. good my, next, there. my next piece of advice will not apply to children, uh, yet at least. Oh. Uh, so, well, okay, I'll just say it. <laughs> <laughs> my next one, and it's my goofy one, so I think that every male should let their beard grow for at least three months at some point in their lives. Ooh. Hey. Oh, wow. well, we got I, don't, I don't even know what to do with this information. Like, very controversial among the audience. 
Oh, okay. You know well, what? Well, I miss my mom green, in, the, in, the, in the audience, and I'm pretty sure she would have a thumbs down on that. Uh, you're probably uh, right. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what to do with that info. <laughs> Well, I said at some point in their lives. Okay. I thought about putting in like over 25, you know, okay, give you, it some time. You or if you can't grow one, that's fine. That can happens. you trim it? Probably not. No, you're not saying let it grow wild for three months. You're saying let it grow out, right? Like or you trim it, let it go wild. <clears throat> what am I saying? Um, <laughs> I think if you're, you're going to trim it, then go longer than... Then three months, though. Oh, if okay. it's trimming, yes. If we're going no trimming, I'm okay. Going well, no. I'll, oh, I'll say okay. you can trim as long as you add another uh, two months to it. Whoa! Wow! Like, like, let it keep coming. And, okay. and, and the reason I say this can is, we just let's say see that... what it looks like. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. No, see, here's it. the thing. Here's the thing. Some of oh. us, some of us would be stuck with our bad looks for longer than others. Well, though, this because... is true. And I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody can grow facial hair like everybody I'll else. I'll go yes on that because if you can trim, hypothetically, <laughs> you can just trim all you want. And then, <laughs> Come on. It's called a razor or what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with this. Let's, let's institute a judgment-free zone on that. <laughs> <laughs> you have your month of November. That's all I need to say. Let's say all winter. How about that? I mean, <laughs> we had COVID, which was way more than three months, and there were, lot, there were several people like bouncing out yeah. of, See, out of look 2020 at, uh, with new facial hair that they eventually uh, that they just, actually kept i think i'll just right? mention yeah we we all know jeff yeah he kept it and he liked it i assume he could why he kept it and yeah. so yeah. you know and it looks I mean, good on him yeah, too exactly i think i mean lots of thumbs up for <laughs> at least, jeff out there. <laughs> yeah, lots at least i can't imagine <laughs> i can't imagine what he looked like before you know <laughs> so, dang, so i guess yeah, it looks I've almost good forgotten. most of the audience was either <laughs> doing thumbs up or looking at their feet so they wouldn't have to decide if they're <laughs> <laughs> Do we say it. it's a judgment-free zone or what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, oh, I'm done. Man. Okay, you're done. Hear me out. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha, Derek. So, uh, I think... Uh, okay, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I, I am a person who likes spicy food, and I think it's a really bad question to ask somebody, how spicy is that about a food? Because it's so subjective to what you like and like there's no like good scale for it that is used regularly oh, so i think it's either like an impossible question to answer and therefore a little bit rude or a personal question that you only ask people you know really well because you know their spiciness scale so you're not arguing for spicy or against spicy you're just no, saying the i'm just question saying i'm just saying the question, question it's a bad question okay but what I'll, are you supposed to do? how are you supposed to find out you're supposed to taste it uh, and be burned for life? No, you take, no, no. There's right and wrong ways to do this, Brad. So you you just take a little bit. You just take a little bit on your finger. I don't know. Let's just say it's hot sauce or something. And you just put it on your tongue. And if you like light up like a Christmas tree, then you know you should stay away from that. Okay. If it's like it doesn't do much for you, then you try a little more. You kind of mm. you know you work your way up slowly. You don't like. Mm -hmm. Pour it all over your food just to see what. <laughs> put a thumbs down. Yo, what is it? There are foods where if you put a little on your tongue, your tongue is not going to recover. <laughs> but very few. Very. I mean, you can. Okay, just Those like you know about dip your yeah. lick your finger first, dip it in water, and then like get. I don't care. Do whatever you need to like dilute it. Just. <laughs> just ease your way in and quit asking impossible questions. That's all so, I'm saying. But you're just taking out some interaction with humans. <clears throat> And I think That's we need okay. more interactions with humans. And so well, ask people how spicy is Go that? ask your digital world how spicy <laughs> oh. is. Brad, Brad, running after the waiter for some water over your, your max there. You'll figure I it see. out. Oh, man. I see how this is. <laughs> okay, we're, we're ready for speed round, right? 
Sure. What, how, uh, what does that I look like? I have no speed. I, was gonna <laughs> <laughs> I think the speed round is Brandon I giving think, four. I think your speed, <laughs> Derek, your speed round is the buzzer. I think you just like buzz whenever you Wait, feel you, it's appropriate. Derek, just think of, just, <laughs> when you don't you like just, something. You just yeah. said you don't like mushrooms, so you can argue the case against mushrooms or something. Okay. Okay. So it's basically everybody arguing with Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> No, I was just think we throw something out there, but not really expound on it. Like you just say, like mushrooms are oh, trash. Okay. This is why. End of story. Oh, but I don't know. Oh, so it's like kind uh, of a three sentence deal or something. Yeah, like speed round as in it goes fast versus oh. like sitting. Here. <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. Really, is that what speed means? <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have to do that. That was the idea. Well, I don't have well, anything. I don't, but yeah, go for but it. Go I for mean, it. I think if you just have a bunch to say, you just say. Yeah, it. just spout them. Just spout them out. Yeah. Okay. You have a speed round. I don't have a lot. I only saved. We're one gonna buzz you when we want you to move to the next one. Okay. This oh, is bonus. Snap. Okay, hear me out. Everyone should go on a cruise sometime in their life, preferably within the next five years. Mm. I just think cruises sound amazing. I just saw a picture of a cruise ship that had a race car track. Can on we get a buzzer on this? <laughs> <laughs> Are these virtual <laughs> or real cruises? Real cruises. Oh, okay. Everyone should go on a cruise. Time's up. This is speed round. <laughs> okay. You should. Is he funding these? Huh? Are you funding these? No. Oh. Bummer. Everyone should also support local businesses. Amen. Hear me out. Mm. Thank you. you support local businesses because they are really cool. If you we need got a, a great, a very green. If you crowd. got a great local business to support, you should go support Sugar Time Confections on Main Street because they have amazing food and boba tea, and it's really, really good. So and, it, for that one. and I, I'll jump in there. Yes. If it's something, if it's a, a business that you would be sad if would go out of business, then please give them some business. Right. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Remember Target. Amen. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't really care about them. Yeah. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Next. Um, okay, now I gotta really quick think of one. Okay, this might be a little unpopular because I just said to support local businesses, especially small businesses, but if you need car care, Midway Motors is an amazing place to go because they do your car care and they wash your car afterwards. So it's great. Now I'm out because I was just making that one up on the fly. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Are they a sponsor? Good. But it's no, true. Not a sponsor. But it is a good Also, place I don't think go. you said hear me out. Hear me out. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So that's it for the speed round. Okay, I think we're done with that with that round, right? <laughs> Absolutely. We we spilled all of our opinions, or at least all mm. the ones we're going uh, to. Tonight. We got way There's, more. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's time to wrap up the episode. Is there anything else you guys wanted to say in relation to any of the things we've talked about tonight before we call it quits? Well, this isn't. We didn't very much talk about it, but I enjoyed the lo- live audience. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, it yes, was. Thank great. you all for coming. Yes, thank mm. you for being a good audience. Yeah, mostly thumbs up out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I just wanted to. Sh- Speaking of the live audience, my mom isn't here because I think she's sick, oh. and so mm. very sad about that. Mm-hmm. But shout out to mom. Mm-hmm. Get better soon. Well, I hope you're better by the time you hear this on the. Internet. I would <laughs> certainly hope so because it's going to be a while. Yeah. <laughs> also, can we shout out Arlene for making the wassail? Oh, oh yeah, we should. Mm. I love it. Yeah, round Fantastic. of applause. Fantastic. And, and Brad's uh, Brad's children helped pass out the uh, props for the segment, and they also helped set up chairs and helps up your mic. I think too. Mm-hmm. Maybe there yep. was a lot of behind the scenes yes. work by them. I think we should Fantastic. give them a round of applause. <laughs> Are we going to shout out Jason? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, does someone else want to give the history on that? <laughs> Which part? Well, all of it, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, or just whatever you feel like saying. 
Well, yeah, he's been our faithful Patreon supporter, even when he hasn't been getting content. So good job, Jason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, um, what else? Also, these hand sticks are brought to you by Jason's Patreon support. <laughs> yes. That's Thank true. You, that Jason. is true. Uh, there has been so much more that he's done. Well, he he was on the he was on the podcast once. He filled in when oh. when you yes. were missing. And oh yes, he was. He, yeah, actually, mm-hmm. Jason had the idea for the backdrop yes. tonight. Yes. So hats off to him. That was a great idea yes. by him. Um, also, I think we should throw Caitlin in mm-hmm. there somewhere sure. with the yeah with the brownie points because she has been making things for us to taste on the podcast and. She's made us coffee drinks before, mm-hmm. and I don't know, just she, over, yeah. overall support has yeah. been yes. great. Mm-hmm. <coughs> For sure. Agreed. Okay, well, it's time to wrap this up. And uh, Hold up, we still have something from our audience. Yeah. What? Oh, we asked. Oh, we need, a, we hey, need some uh, Patreon yes, supporters. This is the part where we ask for money is what the audience <laughs> is telling us to do. So. Well, I'm pretty low-key about asking for money because, okay, challenge flag okay <laughs> we hear me out we did lower our patreon subscription to one dollar instead of the yeah. five dollar tier so it's really is just kind of like a cheap affordable way if you want to support us a little bit and mostly just for fun get bonus content you can go support are us. we gonna have, have bonus content varied? this month i don't know <laughs> we could hey we could we're gonna have a, a question and answer content. session at the end of this we could put that on patreon yeah Great idea. Except if they're here and they subscribe to Patreon, they've already heard the question and answer session. Well, it's for people who aren't here then, I guess. But they can still subscribe to Patreon for February, for That's next true. month. Yes. Yeah. Patreon.com slash answers There you go. Okay. Is that it? Are we? <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah, We've I think I'm good. We've <laughs> <laughs> reached the end of this, uh, this episode. So thanks a lot to everybody who showed up and for the rest of you who are listening and weren't able to make it. Thanks for supporting us anyway. This has been Answers May Vary. See you next time. Yep, see ya. Peace out. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Answers May Vary podcast. Our producer today was Landon Miller. Our host is Kristen Miller. Co-hosts are Brad Nisley, Derek Schmucker, and I'm Brandon Miller. If you liked what you heard, please go leave us a rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can find us at patreon.com slash answersmayvary. And while you're online, go ahead and find us on Instagram at answersmayvarypodcast. We would also like to hear any feedback or question ideas that you would have for us. You can send all of that to podcast at gmail.com.